Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I want you to know that I Hello and welcome to the Sky U Podcast by The Daily Gopher. I'm Chris, go away you fur. With me this week is Andy, go for guy 05. Hello. Well, we have a very football-centric uh, pod to start you off with, uh, in large part because we've got both the NFL draft and the spring game uh, approaching. Um, I think because the spring game is really just a glorified practice, uh, I, I view the NFL draft as a little more exciting. And Andy, you know, I guess my question to you is, uh, first, how many golfers do you think actually get drafted? If you have to put me on the spot, I'm going to say three. Um, I, I, Boye Mafe and Daniel Falele will for sure get drafted. Absolutely no doubts there. Um, you know, if you have to ask me for the third one, I, I think probably uh, the most likely is Azizio uh, Otomeo. I think he will probably go late sixth-ish round, maybe early seventh. Um, Blaze Andres would be the fourth potential gopher to get drafted. Um, he's probably... It'll be interesting to see. His, his testing numbers were okay. Um, and you never know what, what teams will do. I mean, the year the Gophers had, what was it, five or six guys drafted a couple years ago, I thought for sure Chris Williamson was going to be an unrestricted free agent. And all of a sudden he got drafted in the seventh round by the Giants, and I never saw it coming. So I will never never say never. It's possible that uh, one of these teams might want to take a, a late flyer on, on Blaze Andrews and he'll go in the, uh, in the seventh round. But I think he's going to end up being one of those, uh, you know, preferred free agent types with invite to camp. Um, so I, I'm going to say three three Gophers, uh, Boye Mafe, Daniel Falele, and Izzy Otomoyo. You know, at this point, would you say Mafe is uh, a pretty much a lock for the second round? Yeah, I think, I think he's a lock for the second round. There are still... You know, a good handful of mock drafts that do have him potentially sneaking into one of the last three or four picks in the first round. Uh, I know Kansas City's got a pick at 30. Um, a lot of people say it's a potential fit there. Uh, Baltimore's another got a pick late in the first round. They also say it's a potential fit there. Um, but if I have to if I have to make predictions, I'm going to say Mafe is probably going to go right around, I guess right around pick 40, 42. Um, you know, I think Falele is, we were all hoping originally he was a first round pick. I think he's, he's slipping back a little bit. I think most likely he's probably an end of the second, early third round guy. 
Uh, and like I said, Otomeo, I would guess, is going to go towards the end, probably sixth or seventh round. But uh, I do think Boye Mafe will be the first name you hear called. Um, I do think there's a slight chance it will be Thursday night, so you may have to watch the draft all the way to the end of the first round Thursday night to see if he, he sneaks in there. Um, to be brutally honest, a lot's going to depend on what happens in front of him. Um, if there's a huge D-end run, which it sounds like all of a sudden now the rumors are going that there's going to be a huge D-end slash edge rusher run, uh, it's possible that, that Mafe might squeeze into the end of first round if that's what everybody wants. Um, but if, if you know, the D-ends go off the board a little bit slowly, then, then yeah, trends probably are pointing more towards a uh, early to mid-second round selection for Boye. So really the, the, the question, the final question I have NFL draft related is, uh, what are, what are all the odds of a, a surprise number one pick for uh, pancake extraordinaire co-keefed? I mean, it would be nice, but, uh, I think, uh, no, no, um, that will be one thing. I no, but that will be one thing to look forward to. I mean, if you're an, an NFL, you know, draft buff um we'll be watching where some of these guys go uh unrestricted free agents if they get straight uh you know preferred free agent deals like i think andrews will where he'll get a full invite to, to full training camp with the team um there'll be a, several other ones Keith being one um tony durr another uh micah dutridaway is possible um Slam Schluter, where a lot of these guys probably will get invites to the initial rookie camp, but are going to have to blow people away to then get an invite to the full main training camp um, in, in the fall. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll we'll find out by the end of the weekend that Minnesota's got, you know, five, six, seven guys from this draft class uh, who, who have full deals going into uh, to training camp in the fall. Um but it's it's possible that you know legitimately might just be the uh, you know the top three or four that have guaranteed deals, and the other guys are going to have to try and sneak in uh, by by showing off. Well, this weekend also, of course, uh, the spring game. Um, I'm not. Uh, I mean, spring game. <laughs> spring game is something that I would prefer to like. Just love to attend. Not prefer. I would love I, football in the spring. I don't care if it's practice. Let me go. Uh, unfortunately, I live in Ohio, and you know that's I'm not flying back for a spring game. At this point, Andy, what uh, you know has come out of the last part of the spring that has you surprised, interested? Uh, Storylines coming into this weekend. Yeah, you know it, it's tough because you've got you've got the you know basically month of fall camp, but then the spring game when you're actually playing more of a physical game, um, you might not see a lot of that translating. Uh, PJ Fleck gave a press conference earlier this week. Already said that you're not going to see Mo Ibrahim and Trey Potts out there. They're not. They're not going to participate in the spring game. So you always have one or two players who who blows up, and you're like, holy cow! But will they actually be contributors? Uh, Later in the season, that's that's always the question mark to see. Um, you know, the main thing, if I'm watching, uh, which I will also not be there because I will be unavailable. Uh, for those of you who are out of town, uh, I'm sure they'll replay it again, but I know it's supposed to air live on Big Ten Network at 1 p.m. on Saturday. Um, it, it's going to be the line play. Um, I think watching the interaction between the, the D-line and the O-line, 
Uh, you know, Minnesota still trying to get their offensive line set as we, you know, leave spring and go into fall. Um, John Michael Schmitz is, is really the only main returner right now. Um, and so I think all the rest of the spots around him are, are definitely open and definitely uh, in flux. Uh, on the D-line, um, you know, seeing who's stepping up. Uh, sounds like, uh, you know, a uh, couple of younger kids, Devin Eastern and uh, Jalen Redding, have, have sort of stepped up on the defensive tackle spots. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, show off in, in the spring game as well. Um, and then finally, obviously, it's it's going to be the passing game. Kirk Shiraka back, uh, Tanner Morgan back, and hopefully more of a, a – comfort zone, uh, see how he can connect with the, with his receivers. Um, you know, obviously the, the big story and it will be going into the fall is going to be to see whether Minnesota's receiving core can play at a level that they need to be. Obviously we know about Chris Hotman Bell, obviously Daniel Jackson was beat up a little bit, uh, Michael Brown Stevens, but obviously the biggest name everybody's waiting to see if he'll continue to take another step towards his development is Dalen Wright. Um, if Dalen Wright can become a true top Big Ten receiver uh, next fall, Minnesota is really going to have a fairly potent offense. So uh, that's what I'll be looking for. Um, and, you know, like I said, trying to see who's going to make that that flyer and blow up. Uh, last year's spring game MVP was uh, Derek LeCapitan, and then we, we see what happened last fall. He, he didn't actually play on defense at linebacker where he originally was, but uh, he was sort of a hidden weapon at, at running back. So, um, you know, we also saw Daniel Falele score a touchdown on the ground last year, which uh, ended up coming back to coming full circle in the Gophers Bowl game. So uh, you never know what type of fun things you might see at the spring game that, that might get pulled out uh, later in the year as trick plays. So it's it should be something fun to watch and, and uh, see who can, who can step up and, and play a larger role who will obsess over for a couple of weeks and then probably forget about uh, until September. Well, uh, there's been a lot going on with the transfer portal, of course, not just for Minnesota. The portal is very active, as we've talked about previously nationally. But Andy, can you walk me through what we're seeing in terms of uh, the the main gopher sports uh, recently with the portal? Yeah, you know, uh, the portal at least on the uh, the leaving end, uh, had started to slow down a little bit. Uh, the the Gopher basketball team, men's bet or women's, obviously we we know that uh, several portal uh, players had had moved out and at the end of the year. Uh, so far, Lindsey Whalen has only brought one in, Destiny Oberg, a, a post player who played her last two years at Arkansas. Uh, she's a Minnesota native, returning home. Doesn't have particularly amazing stats the last couple of years, so it'll be interesting to see what role she'll play with the Gophers. Um, obviously, as we said, the uh, the Gopher men's basketball team, uh, they were, I think, one of 15 teams in the country that had not lost a single player to the portal this season until earlier today. Uh, Abdullahi Fiam, uh, the, the guard who played sparingly for the team last year, um, who everybody thought would hopefully play a little bit bigger role. Uh, he apparently entered the portal uh, earlier here on Wednesday, and so he'll be heading out, giving Ben Johnson a potential for one more scholarship to fill. Uh, but the Gopher men have brought in two big names. Um, a guy named Dawson Garcia, you might have heard of him. Uh, he seems to be well-known around these parts. Went to Marquette and then transferred to North Carolina and then uh, didn't play 
down the stretch for North Carolina in their uh, NCAA tournament run as he was dealing with family issues back home, and a lot of his relatives apparently were dealing with some pretty nasty COVID issues. Um, so he is uh, he is officially transferring back to Minnesota, uh, hopefully using the family waiver to be uh, eligible immediately next fall. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how the NCAA decides to do that, but he meets pretty much every criteria to be to be positively waived for that. Uh, and then the Gophers found their new point guard, uh, getting Talon Cooper out of Moorhead State. Uh, you know, Cooper was uh, a pretty good player for for Moorhead State last season, ranked seventh in the country in assists per game. Um, so you know, he's definitely going to be your your lead ball handler. Uh, trying to feed Garcia and uh, Jamison Battle and, and uh, you know, basically replacing the Peyton Willis role. So he should play a, a fairly large role uh, on this roster. And Minnesota still has, I believe, now with the with the added portal entry, they still have three scholarships left available. Um, so I think Ben Johnson would love to find at least one or two more players who can join him in the rotation. Um, you know, obviously it gets tough right about now as you've got lots of players in the portal. I think there's still probably close to 1,500 players in the portal, and they have to sort of shuffle them way out. And some of these players who are, who are looking for bigger roles uh, eventually will have to realize that uh, there aren't those those big type of major starting minutes available out there for everybody. And so it might be worth, if you want to try and play in the Big Ten, to, to join in and find one of those rotational spots where, you know, you might be the second or third guy off the bench, but you can play your 15 minutes a game and make an impact for a, for a top-level team. So uh, we'll have to see how that shakes out over the next few bits, uh, few months. excuse me. Uh, May 1st is the day to know. Uh, the NCAA has a May 1st date. If you want to be uh, eligible for next season, you need to be in the portal by May 1st. Um, so anybody who, who enters the portal after May 1st, I believe, uh, would not be eligible for the 2022-2023 season. Uh, they'd have to sit out that season before playing. So um, don't be surprised if you see a few more last-minute names jumping in the portal here, uh, both football-wise, basketball, and, and, and fortunately for the for the Gopher men, hockey. Uh the Gopher hockey team uh, added a couple of late uh, departures here on Wednesday. Uh, freshman uh, Tristan Bros, who was a second round pick of the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, you know, started off a little bit slow for the Gophers, but sort of came on a little bit towards the end of the season, uh, playing mostly on the third line. Announced earlier that he's jumping into the transfer portal. Uh, we'll be looking for another place to play. Um, you know, it, it, it's, I guess he, he, he pretty much is one of those guys that uh, he and advisors were sort of looking and decided that uh, he might be better off trying to earn uh, more playing time somewhere else. He was still going to be fighting for a, for a second or third line spot with the Gophers. Uh, instead, he'll probably try and go someplace else where he'll be a more featured offensive player. Um, you know, in this, in this atmosphere, the way the college game works today. Unfortunately, you can't really blame him for that, but it still will uh, make things a little bit more interesting for Minnesota next year. And then uh, late-breaking news, uh, late tonight, uh, freshman Chaz Lucius, uh, who was a first-round pick of the Winnipeg Jets, has decided to leave the Gophers and will sign a pro contract with the Jets. Um, he will not start in Winnipeg. He's nowhere close to NHL ready, but uh, there had been some rumblings in the background that he and specifically his father uh, were not exactly happy with his role with Minnesota. Uh, he hadn't played since um, early February after he, he suffered a foot injury and there was a little bit of dissension on how uh, 
how he wanted to treat that injury versus how the Gophers wanted to treat that injury. So, uh, you know, it, there was some rumors that he was potentially looking at the transfer portal, but instead uh, decided he'll go pro, um, and we'll see where Winnipeg sends him. Apparently he can potentially go play in the uh, the Western Hockey Juniors, um, or he could play in the AHL next season. Um, so it's potential. Uh, one thing to look at that they will be interesting, his, his uh, little brother Cruz, uh, was supposed to be a gopher freshman next fall. Um, he's been injured for a lot this season playing with the U.S. under-18 team, so it'll be interesting to see if Cruz still comes in as a, as a Minnesota freshman or um, if the Lucius family has uh, decided to cut their ties completely with the Gophers and he decides to uh, go play major juniors somewhere else. Uh, he can't transfer. Uh, he has signed his, his national letter of intent, so he can't decide he's going to ditch the Gophers and play for a different collegiate team next year. Uh, he either needs to come in, play for the Gophers, or he'd have to go the major junior route, uh, getting rid of his college eligibility completely before uh, then joining whatever pro ranks. So uh, a lot of that may potentially depend on where he's drafted. He'll be drafted this summer in the NHL draft and which team drafts him and how they want him to develop and things like that. So that'll be something to watch over the next couple of months. Um, but, uh, yeah, even even the Gopher hockey team is not immune to some, uh, some late-minute transfer portal and, and going pro roster changes. Uh, of course, still waiting to hear answers on both um, uh, Ryan Johnson Defenseman has not necessarily made a decision whether he's going to go pro, whether he's going to return uh, to the Gophers for his junior season next year. Um, the other name that's still sitting out there is, uh, is Sammy Walker. Uh, the three-year captain of the Gophers has not signed a professional contract as of yet. Um, there's been no real inkling that he'll be back with Minnesota for his fifth season. Uh, his best friend and linemate, Blake McLaughlin, already signed a pro contract earlier uh, earlier this spring after the end of the gopher season. So uh, I don't think we would fully expect Walker back, uh, but it's potential he could he could enter the transfer portal here and uh, potentially try and find a, a new landing spot. So uh, we'll see if we hear any, any news from him before the uh, May 1st deadline. Otherwise, uh, you'd have to assume that Walker will probably try and look to play professionally somewhere next season. That is plenty of portal. Um, I guess what anything else from the land of sports or uh, gopher, you know, minor interests that have caught your eye in the last couple uh, last couple weeks? Yeah, you know, be uh, spring. Obviously, spring season is in full full bore. Um, we haven't really been giving it too much attention on the blog just because. Um, we've had news from other sports and obviously, and, uh, the, the teams haven't unfortunately been as, as successful as we've uh, had in the recent past. Uh, softball has struggled a little bit. Baseball is still struggling. Uh, the one team that probably deserves a little bit more, uh, attention that we haven't quite given them, uh, is the, uh, track and go for track and field teams. Um, sophomore Shelby Frank, uh, discus thrower. She's been the uh, Big Ten Field Athlete of the Week three times this season. Uh, she set the school record in the discus last weekend down at the LSU uh, event. Um, she's got the fifth longest throw in the nation. Uh, first ever gopher to reach 58 meters. Uh in fact, I think it's the longest throw in the Big Ten this season as well. So uh, Shelby Frank, somebody who, who definitely deserves more attention. 
The Big Ten uh, Track and Field Championships in two weeks will be here in Minneapolis. So um, that could be a, a good opportunity to go out and try and uh, pay attention and see some of these uh, see some of these athletes perform. So um, we'll definitely have a little bit more inf- information both on the blog and in the podcast as that gets closer. Um, you know, another team that probably deserves a little bit more attention that we haven't given them the uh, the women's tennis team had one of the best seasons they've had in, in school history. Um, they, uh, have, I think won uh, their best, uh, 17 wins. They're, they're most since 2017, um, uh, you know, finished, uh, eighth in the big 10. Uh, they open the big 10 tournament tomorrow, uh, against Penn state. Um, so hopefully they can maybe pull off a, an upset or two in the big 10 tournament. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a full recap of the spring sports schedules here on the blog here uh, later this week, early next week. Just try and give a good uh, roundup of what's been happening. Uh, but obviously, our attention has been sort of uh, attracted more by by spring football and uh, and by the transfer portal action because uh, it's been it's been a busy spring for that. That's for sure. I think that's something we're going to have to get used to. Uh for better, for worse, for confusing, for it's all new and there'll be plenty of it seems to be the trend. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the sky. You podcast. Uh, in the meantime, go Gophers sky. You ma roll the boat. <laughs>